Hey world, Mike is here, giving a shout out to Kind of Epic Show, here to promote my new album, Eleven Gates, an epic electronic journey. It's made its debut on August 16th this week. Eleven Gates is available on Bandcamp at micusmusic.bandcamp.com. Thanks again for all the listeners out there and to Kind of Epic Show. Thanks guys, keep it epic. the next uh, tech crash it's gonna be it's gonna be huge it's gonna be a bigly thing <laughs> maybe you should hold that yeah, hold it like a cock it. yeah <laughs> should we have the radio it's ambient what do you mean the, the radio the radio's on no, yeah, radio. we, it's like an <laughs> i don't like, we couldn't hear it's it it's like an IG, IG collision we're having you know uh melodies uh colliding with our voices creating dissonance uh Creating the effect as if there were two marching bands or two assholes. Well, I think the way to do that. There are five assholes in this car. That is true. Not, not do it right. Eh, I edit from time to time. From time to time. <laughs> you know what they don't do a lot of editing, uh, post editing at? Huh? The uh, manufacturers of uh, Raisin Bran. Yeah, General Post doesn't do any post editing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, um, hi everybody. Welcome to Kind of Epic Show. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm David. I'm David. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew, and welcome to this edition, this year's edition of Car Talk. Yeah. Quack quack as the wheel as the ratchet turns. <laughs> oh yeah, those guys. One of those guys is dead. Are they really? Yeah, one of them died. Those guys knew their shit. <laughs> oh boy. Um. So we just got out of uh, our next showing of Rogue One. It yes, rad- we did. It radicalized us. We are now uh, full full gray wolves in uh, Chapo Trap House. Uh, Ready to take down uh, the traitor Gulan? Uh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Nope, it's uh. <laughs> <laughs> I derailed it. Uh... All right. I derailed this thread like a train. Uh... But yeah, we just got out of Rogue One, which uh, <laughs> uh, a lot of uh, people on the internet like. Uh, usually they have uh, anime avatars, often with uh, those dumb red hats. Maybe uh, Pepe the Frog with a Hitler mustache uh, in front of a gulag. Uh, they're not taking kindly to some of the themes because, like, oh, why is this movie portraying the Empire as fascist even though, you know, uh, <laughs> fucking uh, Vader's helmet was based off a German army helmet? I don't under... How is that a, 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 a legitimate question? I'm not really sure yeah, I'm not, where we are. Yeah, but. our train of thought here is... I get what you're saying, oh, yeah, yes. Okay. The alt-right is protesting Rogue One, yes. Oh, I get that, yeah. Yeah, because they're, they're like, uh, 
How dare they portray right, the Empire as fascist? Can I just can I just derail this? Who the fuck cares what the alt right? Yeah, I know, right? How about we stop calling them the alt right and call them Nazis? Yeah, I don't yeah, fair enough. So anyway, so let's just, be done with that. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about more likable and realistic villains of the Empire. Let's, let's, let's actually, talk about, let's talk about villains who've actually fucked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's start with uh, before the movie. There's some trailers that came out that we haven't talked about. Okay. Uh, right. I want to know your guys' thoughts on Spider-Man. Oh, um, it was the the marketing like splash on that Homecoming was was surprising. Yes. But then I thought, what the fuck haven't they done? So it's like they had to do something. Like I don't know. It, I, it, I I was pretty. I I thought it was a little. I guess meh. It's not a good trailer. No, it's not a very well put together trailer. Like no. the, the international one, that's a lot better because you get a little bit more Michael Keaton. Yeah. It seems like two on the like uh, two on the nose, like the homecoming thing. Uh, because it is homecoming. And then uh, they have uh, fucking uh, Michael Keaton playing a bird man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Like you know, this is like you know, it's funny that it's homecoming. It'd be funny if there was a Blue Beetle movie competing with it. So it'd be like when Kanye and Fifty Cent uh, faced off in two thousand seven to see who could sell the most. Uh, CDs on the same day they were both released. Huh. Uh, and I think that album was like Homecoming or like... Oh, okay. Oh, God. Thank you for making the connection. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you for bringing it home. Uh-huh. Bring it all back home. Yeah, no, it wasn't a skillful trailer. No. Yeah, I, was, I, I was really dismissive of the, like, the shot of him like holding the boat together. Yeah, It's like God. every Spider-Man movie. It has, has to have that hero moment. moment. Yeah. Well, that hero moment of him saving public transportation. Maybe Marvel's in the pockets of Deep Decay because at one point he was a advocate for public transportation because he was going to be on the Simpsons episode uh, Marsh vs. the Monorail, but he's like, Oh Sim- like Spider-Man was? No, George Takei. <laughs> He's like, oh my, no, I can't. I'm an advocate for public transportation. I'd well, rather be in something that would make it look bad. I, I <laughs> think what you guys missed is that it was product pra- placement for the new Norwegian game for the Xbox One, uh, Public Transportation Hero. <laughs> <laughs> which is to be a huge success. Did you guys know that there's a game actually called Farmer? No, I know. It's from, like, Norway yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. or Germany. I and there's, know, like, seven or eight of them. Here. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a huge success. Well, you know, successful farmers multiply. Uh, I was a little upset we didn't get the much better Guardians 2 trailer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the one with Rocket and Groot. And Groot, yeah, which, that's... comparing the two Marvel trailers that are out, way better than the Spider-Man trailer. Yeah. Well, who wouldn't expect the the reasonable sequel to Guardians of the Galaxy to be better than the umpteenth reboot of Spider-Man? Because that's that was my biggest thing about the Spider-Man one is I was just like, this will probably be a decent movie, but I just don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only thing it really has going for it from an interest point of view is Tony Stark. Yeah. Just the, I don't know. Ghostface Killer can be in this movie? <laughs> See, actually, uh, uh... Shit, never mind. Continue. <laughs> but, I mean, just from a, like, uh, I don't know, a novelty point of view of, well, that would be interesting to see. I mean, that that was, you know, the interesting thing about seeing Spider-Man Civil War is seeing yeah. him interact with everybody. Uh-huh. Did that but come out this year or last year? This, this year. year, yeah. God, it feels like two years ago now. <laughs> <laughs> We've been through a lot of shit this year. Yeah, we have. But, um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll go see it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Even Fuck yeah. I, I, if the reviews are shit. I, I probably won't see it. Like, that'll be like that'll be like a five dollars movie for me, like going on like a Tuesday to AMC. Uh, really? Because Marvel hasn't put out shit. Well, that's the thing is like, but I still haven't yes. seen Ant Man. 
Yeah. 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 Well, well then you I know, won't really uh, care. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, other parts of our other parts of pop culture have wanted to know if things answer to things in space, such as sorting screws. Uh, Amen would be fun in Guardians. Yeah, that would be kind of. I mean, it would be nice just to see like raccoon in a Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and anyway, um, so what was Let's our not ruin a perfectly good well, franchise with a crossover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we get that in the next Avengers anyway, so. They're not going to play basketball in the, any of the Marvel films? No. Which, uh, sorry, you brought up basketball and being in a franchise that it doesn't need to be in. Uh, sorry, just off track. The latest episode of Dragon Ball Super, they all play fucking baseball. Well, that's like what they should do. I know, I know. Yeah. It just it just caught me so off guard. I, I saw that, and I was just like, I'm excited for that. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, that sounds good. Well, Is Dragon Ball coming out with, like, shit now? Yeah, yeah there's a new series, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they're going to start doing the dub. January 9th for Super mm-hmm. on Toonami. I'm hoping they put it on the streaming service because otherwise I'm yeah. not watching it. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they will. Uh, in the episode before, it was weird. They finished their current story arc, well, their future Trunks arc, mm-hmm. and then had a, a crossover with Dr. Slump. Yeah, like a yeah. full-on crossover. That's well, that, that's what happens when Toriyama is actually involved. Yeah. I know. <laughs> He'll make the show funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, for yeah. sure. Is, is Dr. Slump like another one of his books or something? Or? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was the one he no. did uh, uh, before Dragon Ball. And then Aurelia or Ariel? Yeah, she was in a couple episodes of Dragon Ball as well. Okay. And uh, Vegeta and her fight. And he's like, this isn't fair. You're a silly comic book character. This fight doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was was pretty entertaining. But, yeah, the baseball just brought that up. It was was odd. They made uh, Yamcha relevant. He was a big part of the episode. (laughs) Something to say. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Off off topic. Uh, now we didn't have it before this one, but uh, uh, War of the Planet of the Apes. Have you guys all seen it? I know uh-huh. David has. I, I I'm pretty. I don't know. I was dismissive of uh, Woody Harrelson's voiceover on that after he spoke at the Falcon. And I don't know. I, I, I think it was for the trailer. Yeah. I I kind of hope so, because otherwise it's just weird. Well, know. there's. A, a, the movie we saw proves that because uh, Saul has dialogue in the trailer that does not make it into the movie at all. So yeah. trailers tend to have and, uh, dialogue yeah, just for... Uh, yeah. Well, I guess uh, I guess we can go ahead and move on to the movie then, considering that's what we're all here to talk about. Uh, yeah, Rogue One. Yeah, I thought it was, thought it was pretty good. Uh, spoilers from here on out. Yeah. Let's just... If you haven't seen it, uh, don't listen from here on out. <laughs> don't get attached to anyone. Yeah, well, they should know that going in. Everyone does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, uh, Darth Vader is Luke's father. Yes. And Jyn Erso is not Rey's mother. <laughs> Let, let's just be completely clear. And a reminder that before Rogue One distracts you from the fact that the Warriors were up three games to one in the finals <laughs> and lost. Uh, there's Jar Jar Binks. All over this movie. Just we're just going to be clear. <laughs> no, had, no. They were cloning Gungans and Rogue One destroys the Gungan clone army. The the Death Troopers are actually Gungans. <laughs> <laughs> you think people going to die? So does anybody find it funny that Darth Vader lives on Mordor now? 
Well, it's canon because like there was a what you speaking of, but there was a thing like we had the I mean, volcano castle thing. Yeah, that's Mustafar, I mean, right? I, I, well, I figured it was Mustafar, but why, why would he? Why would he? Why would he go to the back of the site where he got his ass burned up? Because he uh, uh, likes to. He likes to brew. Flagell- did did you see <laughs> flagellate? <laughs> did you see Hayden Christian? Whatever the fuck his name was. <laughs> But, like, did it you might see be, his portrayal been, of the character? It, it might have been, he goes back to his room and he cuts himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of red. It, it, it might have been, been like another play, but I do remember there being like um, him having like a volcano there. But yeah, it was like, oh my god, it's, it, it, like, if the Emperor is living in Barador, I'm getting the fuck out of here because I'm doing this. <laughs> I did find it a little funny. It was like the one planet that they went to that didn't say its name. Exactly. I was thinking of that. Mm. Like, I was just like, yeah, okay, I'm, okay, if you're going to do that as a stylistic choice. Do it to every planet? Yeah, because I was just w- sitting there waiting the whole time for them to say Mustafar yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> all I had to do was, like, maybe after, like, you know, after they showed Vader, you know, to. Yeah. Maybe. Get, I don't know, period it? Yeah. Or, or, or. I. Well, what did wait. you think of his pun? <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like a punny Vader. I was simultaneously, I, I laughed, but also I was just, oh no, he puns. <laughs> but I did think it was a little bit over the top when he put the sunglasses on and screamed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's let's start from the beginning of the movie. Uh, well, nope. Hold on, hold on. Let's okay. go back to the tower. Do you think they purposely did that so that when Kylo Ren goes to train with somebody in the next one, they have an established place Probably. to go to? Yeah. That would make a lot of sense. They had the weird old man monk guy uh, who went to Vader to yeah. wake him up. Yeah. And I was just like, well, this yeah. seems like set up. Yeah. I was wondering that's if they tried to pull something in like that. So that, that would make sense. If so, applause for being subtle. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, subtle, it, 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 one thing that's kind of interesting because, I mean, we see it like, I mean, granted, these aren't canon anymore, but you kind of see, it's kind of interesting to kind of see that because, you know, we also got a glimpse of, like, you know, kind of the big Jedi home base thing, like, you know, where the Jedi yeah. get blown up. And then, of course, Yavin 4, I think, uh, well, no, I can't remember, never mind, but it's like something else. Like, that's right, it was Jedi Temple's after uh, mm-hmm. all the stuff happens. Uh, it was interesting, we got, you know, got those two sides of things. Because uh, you get those in, like, the Knights of the Old Republic games. Like, you get to go to, like, uh, this old dead world that was, like, kind of a Sith uh, stronghold. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go to, like, where an old, you know, Jedi Temple was. Uh, actually, go to, actually, what's interesting is, uh, I think in the first one, maybe the second one, you go to uh, Dagobah. Yeah, nice. like, a Jedi stronghold hmm. at the time. But, uh... Vader's action scene at the end was pretty cool. It was yeah. pretty awesome. Well, and especially the way that they had, like, the the baton exchange thing, the mm-hmm. uh, relay race. Um, like, that was... I, I thought that was well done. Like, mm-hmm. it was very... Uh, the pacing was very nice yeah. in that scene. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things where as soon as it happens, you do kind of go want to go watch Star Wars again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably going to put it on when I get home. I'm not going to lie. Because <laughs> he races off it, and like... Right, <laughs> it ends right where it picks up. Yeah, yeah. It's like the Dark Tower novels, uh, where the novels end where the first one begins. Yeah. <laughs> oh, spoilers. <laughs> you know, right now. Um, you know, one thing I will I will say, uh, for being a dead guy, Tarkin did a great job. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, actually, it was a little off-putting. Well, yeah, but. yeah. My my that was actually the one thing, like I oh, so just to like sum up a little bit. It was a really good film. Yeah. The only thing that stands out to me as a questionable choice was I Resurrect Peter any, Cushing? Yeah, I wouldn't have put any digital characters in. They needed to recast everybody. I mean, I, the, the, the clips that they used yeah. were, were great. They were well done. It was appropriate. 
Yeah, the clips know. for uh, Red Leader and Gold Leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can kind of tell that, you know, they were, you know, reused, I mean, just because the way that the, the way the look of the film, but they, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't well, as jarring and maybe as Peter Cushing. Uh, well, it was, it was evident that he was digital. Yeah. And time does is not kind. He was, he was on the screen a lot. You know? Yeah, that too. And time is just not kind to that kind of thing. And it, it was carried off relatively well for our current conception of yeah. what a digital person looks like. But you could tell, and that was unnecessary. Yeah. And, you know, in four years, we're going to be like, what the fuck? In four years, we'll have the special edition, so. <laughs> well, yeah, that was why it was like. Trump shoots ma- first. Maybe they'll update it, like, every time they put out a release. Yeah. yeah it would, they could do. No, I mean, Leia looked good at the end when yeah, we see Leia, Leia but she wasn't on screen that long. Yeah, it was just like a, you know, a second there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then there's no time well, to be like. Also there's no time to. Pay, yeah. <laughs> well, they, they also probably literally had her. I don't know. The de-aging, yeah, like they did had, with... Uh, yeah, like they actually had something to work with. Yeah, well, you again, you didn't see Ant-Man, but they do the, a similar thing with uh, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Yeah. Where, like, he walks in and you're immediately like, whoa, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, same like with... The, the Tony Stark being in Civil War. Yeah. When he's talking to his parents and that... Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, the de-aging uh, effect that they did. So that's, pro- that's probably what they did was with John, her. Speaking of that, was... Did John was John Slattery playing uh, Tony, uh, Tony, uh, Tony Stark's dad in that scene? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember because I know like these multiple guys have played you know, Tony Stark's dad. Dominic Cooper and John yeah. Slattery. I like Dominic Cooper. Yeah, but I mean, they have old Howard, which is yeah. They say pretty consistent. Yeah. I like old Howard because he probably drinks a lot, <laughs> like as much as Roger does. Well, they both like fondue, so. I wonder, if bo- I wonder if both of them have taken LSD. <laughs> I know one of them has. <laughs> I'm just showing you the LSD trip was pretty fun. Uh, I miss Roger. Um, let's see. His mustache. <laughs> Still a good thing. I don't know. That mustache was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because uh, it because you found yourself more attracted to him. <laughs> how, I know how I felt. Um, so let's see. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, oh, my. I think the set pieces are definitely the best part of the movie. Yeah. I didn't think the characters were as memorable or as impactful as the ones that were introduced in The Force Awakens. Yeah. I thought they were... I thought they, you know, did their job. See, I... I I didn't feel emotionally connected to anything. I really disagree with that because, you know, if anything, I almost feel... Now, The Force Awakens did do a great job with a lot of what it did. But mm-hmm. I think The Force Awakens was like the the uh, contrast was turned way up, and they they really needed and invested a lot in creating you know distinct marketable characters. And I think and this film, what they did is they allowed the characters to be very real and very human. And you know, does that make them? Uh, I I don't know. I I felt like they were fine. You know, I'm sure they're less marketable. They're less distinct. They're less memorable because. You know, because they don't have the contrast turned way up. You don't have, like... I mean, it's not every character isn't, you know, can't go toe-to-toe with Vader and come out memorable. Yeah. You know, it's, oh, there's Vader and all the people, right? You know, Vader would instantly slaughter all these people. people. You know, and, and I felt like... I, I thought they did a really, really good job that I that I suspect... It's hard to, to know coming right out of it, but I suspect will really hold up to future watchings in time where... You know, they, they managed to do this complex, these complex characters with the, the people, well, specifically with the two main characters, with Din and, uh, 
What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Kalen? Is that his Corian name? Corian or... Yeah. Diego Luna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know by sight. Yeah, yeah. I think Andrew's right. Corian. Corian. But, you know, but, but where they had very consistent characters that they were able to bring around in an arc within the space of a tight movie without, um, you know, having to do any to do any weird stretching or awkward, ridiculous, you know, personal revelations. I mean, it was so tight and so believable and so consistent. Um, and, and they managed to bring him about to have this really, you know, touching, uh, these touching moments throughout and at the end. It, you know, to, to me, it was it was subtle, but but it was very strong in its its realism and in its uh, uh, detail. I don't know. Mm. I do think uh, Gilman has a point in there. That's like one criticism of this director that you know. Uh, Sometimes, like, because, you know, he's so good at, you know, uh, creating, like, these, you know, disasters and monsters, like, you know, uh, like, you know, his book, his book, film Got Monster, I think, and then uh, his Godzilla, where, you know, the, the characters, you know, uh, char- the characterization suffers a little bit, uh, but I, I, I can see it both ways. I, I see what Matt's saying, that, you know, it's, it is a tight story, but I also feel, kind of feel the way with, uh, the David does, where, you know, it's, uh, you know, I didn't really care about anyone dying or anything. But well, I, I know they're gonna win, so you know. Well, well we already kind of knew oh, the yeah. outcome. It's one of those things where we know what the stakes are. We know, mm-hmm. we know what happens. Yeah. We know what happens in the first two seconds of A New Hope. Yeah. In the crawl, this movie is the crawl of A New Hope. We know what happens before the movie even begins. I, I do have to say, uh, sorry. Well, no, I was just K two S O the the droid. Mm-hmm. Alan Tudyk. Yeah, he was probably he was my great. he was probably my favorite part. He was entertaining. Yeah, they, well, they did him really well after yeah. after some notable stumbles with that character area. For instance, Jar Jar, or uh, even to some extent, you know, for instance, I don't think they necessarily pulled the droids out all that well in the Force Awakens. I love BB eight. BB eight. BB-8 was pretty cool, but I don't know. It was uh, it was very on the nose. Basically everything. I mean, even in the original trilogy, it was a little bit on the nose, and I I don't know. If I'd agree with like three PO in Force Awakens. He was a bit much. Well, yeah. he was. That's yeah. mostly yeah. what I'm thinking of. Yeah. I mean, and BB-8 I thought he was, was like better. a little unnecessary in this too. Like when they did the shot of the two of them. I was yeah. Like, okay, can we move on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they would have been on like the 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 ship at the end or something. That would yeah, been. The, yeah, that would have been better. Yeah. Just to show him there. But um, but anyway, no, but I I thought that was great. I mean, it was there was no point in the film where I was just like, oh, fucking like, you know, uh, at, um, what's the word? Um, extraneous? No. Uh, no extraneous characters. No. No. Uh, no, I, I, oh, I gratuitous. No, no gratuitous droids like bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> kind of reminded the way he was his design reminded me of like a, a Miyazaki character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Like we have so far, uh, the two guys that Obi Wan kills in the cantina. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Doctor Revazan and then uh, yeah, uh, Ponda Baba. Yeah, yeah, how do they make it? <laughs> how do they get out of there in time? I, I want to see that story. <laughs> how do yeah, they make it from really? there to the cantina? Well, see, that's what Disney should start doing because you know how on all their feature films, yeah, they uh, have the like little like vignette at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They need to do that. The next Doctor Doctor Revazan. It explains why they were so fucking angry at Moss Eisley. They were just like, we went through some shit. Yeah, they went some. They went through some shit. To like all the fucking people they knew. And here they 
Fuck these men, this jerk ass farm boys, <laughs> bumping them off and lifting them up. <laughs> and... Like, you know, uh, Robot Chicken hit it pretty close. Or Robot Chicken, they were just having a bad day at work. <laughs> yeah. God, Robot Chicken Star Wars is probably the best Star Wars film. <laughs> uh, Besides Galaxy Quest. <laughs> Let's Star Trek. Star Trek. I, <laughs> I zoomed my troll face. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't, I, I couldn't see you in the car. We're not yeah. actually in a chat. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, uh, you know, uh, touch the back of your neck and eat wires there. <laughs> uh, 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 take the red pill, y'all, not, not, not like those MRA dorks. Let's <laughs> see what else. Um, cinematography was really good. It's Yeah, it was a beautiful film. Because a lot of mm-hmm. these uh, blockbuster films, you know, they they kind of look like dog shit head because you know what I mean they, <laughs> I mean like not, not always, but like you know sometimes like uh, they get the grand grand of you know fights get you know, confused because you know it's quick cuts and you really don't have any time to establish anything. You know there's some beautiful shots like uh, mm-hmm. like that the the pan like uh, near the beginning where there's the Imperial shuttle's landing where you see it reflected in the water and then like yeah. that stroll up the hill in the grass. Uh, yeah, I really liked that weird decision of like. When, oh, when it when it cuts from a long time ago to a galaxy far, far away, when we see the planet, yeah, and we see a teeny tiny ship, and it's flying by like these barcodes. Yeah, these <laughs> that we don't actually yeah. know what the hell they are. Yeah. I was like, that looks like a barcode. I just, are we seeing a barcode in the sky? There was something weirdly evocative of that. Yeah. Just sitting there going, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then like the way like the planet is revealed. And it's yeah. Just, yeah. That 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 was that was a really good. Or even like the shot of like I mean we saw the trailer but it's still good shot the the you know the shield thing being lowered on the Death Star and then like how mm-hmm. the, the, the light they didn't let it play out as much in the movie either yeah. they cut it early mm. but I also like, like the image of like a star destroyer over a city yeah yeah that was oh. that was one thing that like when they started to do other trailers that was one thing where I was just like maybe you shouldn't watch this oh, or yeah. just wait well yeah that that I actually found weird because I don't know that there's that many instances of a of a I don't know what they call it but whatever whatever class starship hovering in gravity. That seems weird to me. Because they don't really have a propulsion system for that? Yeah, no, I mean, even in, in some of the extended universe books, they talk about, like, how they had to, like, have, like, the ship construction, you know, things and, like, mm-hmm. on this moon, or, you know, or, like, whatever the... F- you know, so it's, like, that's a thing. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure in the Star Wars universe, you don't have Star Destroyers hovering over cities. <laughs> but... I, some of them in book ones, like there's the shipyard destroyer. Yeah. Well, right, but like it's like a thing, you know. It's it's like you get them out of the gravity well, and they stay there. Like, I don't know. Mm. It's a Star Wars movie. <laughs> yeah. Star Wars movies have never been that interested in North Seven. <laughs> no, that's not true. I mean, they have an internal logic, you know. Yeah, you know, I'll give you. They have an internal logic that they adhere to, but except. I, I Maybe the gravity was lower on that planet. Who yeah. <laughs> knows? Well, except for the fact that we saw people them wandering around, yeah. and it yeah. clearly wasn't. That would actually be a good objection. But. Uh, you know, one thing. I, it was a moon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did they make a moon? Or did he want to? Yeah. Yeah, I guess it was a moon. Yeah. So, sometimes they're definitely there's all moons, moons. In, there's moons in all these movies yeah. nobody lives on actual planets yeah like Yavin it's a moon and it's like yeah. how are you a moon <laughs> well you know theoretically <laughs> I don't well actually there probably is somewhat science behind this but I mean there's nothing that says you can't have a moon being you know no, no. a jungle <laughs> I, I mean they found like they found like you know some evidence of like you know like uh 
for like different things like for some of Jupiter's moons like that. Yeah. Like you know, frozen frozen gas like you know like that. Uh, Could be inhabitable. Yeah, but you don't have an entire ecosystem no. on Earth. It's no, no, no. <laughs> Unlike Star Wars, we have Endor, Yavin. Yeah, we're talking about that. That we talk, we talk about how you know every fucking planet in Star Wars, there's one ecosystem over the whole planet. <laughs> yeah, right. That's part of the reason they tried to go with Moon because it's yeah, easier yeah. to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. This is the fire. Yeah, yeah. Not the ice planet. This is the electricity planet. <laughs> Which is fine this from is the, the idea planet. of like Star Wars being myth. Yeah. I, I, I you know, I'm fine yeah, with elemental yeah. planets in yeah. that sort of setting. Yeah, it's something in Star Trek. It wouldn't make any fucking sense. No. Although I think they still did it. What in Star Trek Elemental Planet? Probably. Maybe. Yeah. Or at least maybe in the earlier, like when. Well, yeah. When budgets were lower. <laughs> Kirk's era. Uh, <laughs> you know, one thing I have to give this movie credit for being it, the fact that it is the fourth prequel. <laughs> they weren't afraid to use stuff from the prequels. Yeah. Like Bail Organa. Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't afraid to do that. Yeah. Or Saul Guerrero. Is from the Clone Wars. Oh, is he really? Yeah, he's on the Clone Wars cartoon series. Oh. Like, he's, they're not afraid to use what they have. That's cool. So yeah, it's a nice the, touch. Uh, the actress who plays Mon Mothma in this, she yeah. was originally cast in episode three as Mon Mothma. Right. <laughs> yeah, and they, they deleted all the scenes, but yeah, you can go watch them. For some reason, them. George Lucas didn't want to show people, like, politicians trying to put together their alliance yeah. in episode three. That's one thing that always bugged me, because those are good scenes, too. Would have added a lot more yeah, well, to that let's movie. Not talk about the prequels. Well, that, <laughs> that would have cut time of uh, watching Hayden Christensen rolling around in lava, missing a bunch of limbs. <laughs> I don't think anyone. Was, I don't think anybody uh, wanted that. Or you know, uh, Natalie Portman telling him uh, that he's breaking his heart, that he's breaking her heart. Yeah. yeah, it definitely would have given her more breasts. Just like stand there, be pregnant and cry. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I I'm really hoping that will eventually. There's a good. Sorry, going into theory territory here uh, for Disney not avoiding the prequels if we ever get to see Obi-Wan again yeah. you know mm-hmm. get yeah. Ewan McGregor back it would be nice if they went through and just kind of filled in around the prequels mm-hmm. <laughs> so eventually you could just be well, like you don't actually even need him there's <laughs> that strong theory that Obi-Wan is Rey's grandfather Ugh, I don't so know. which there's they might be filling in a gap on Rebels in that chain, where, uh, well, Obi-Wan was going to leave the, the Jedi Order during the Clone Wars. He fell in love with uh, the Queen of Mandalore. Oh, really? And uh, Satine, I believe her name was. And he was ready to leave the Order and everything, and then they get separated. And See, I feel as if that's getting way too much into... Like if, uh, but they may have... Her daughter with Obi-Wan very well might be a character in Rebels. Well, but I feel as if... Anybody who's going to be related to Ray is going to be somebody the general populace actually knows. Yeah, well, Obi Wan fucking Obi-Wan. Kenobi. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like the way you're trying to do the trail, like I don't think it actually. Well, I mean, people would be fine with that. Yeah. The point is, it's Obi Wan. That's just the details that the general populace doesn't give a fuck about. Okay. But, Which like, we those, don't need. But, but those questions will be asked by people like us. Yeah, <laughs> and, and the so evidence would be, be there. A, an explanation, and that's a reasonable one. Yeah, so, and sure. they keep saying, oh. The person's in the Force Awakens. Ewan McGregor is in the Force Awakens. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, well, he does a quick voice thing during. Rage. During her <laughs> awakening. Oh. During her oh, awakening. Okay, yeah. But, <laughs> but technically, it's there. So. 
<laughs> I'm just saying, it, it, it would be neat. Uh, it would be neat if. Because uh, I got an Yoda. edit of him saying Ray. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, it's actually one of those funny things. If you watch the uh, subtitles mm-hmm. with The Force Awakens, it'll actually say Obi Wan, uh, like, who's <laughs> talking. During the in their dialogue, which is kind of nice. Well, that's handy because if you're deaf, you're not gonna know. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. You're not gonna get the subtlety. Of yeah, yeah, going. yeah. Well, they actually give BB-8 dialogue too, which is weird. <laughs> I recommend watching it because it's bizarre. <laughs> yeah, John Ralphio from fucking Parks and Rec. Yeah. They did a, a, a thing where he's watching the BB-8 stuff and he's just filling in dialogue. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like there's a podcast like, where like somebody said uh, like didn't trust the droid, like you know he looks like he's on a mission of some sort or yeah, I, I heard about. That uh, was it, Jen Kirkman, I think, or I don't. So yeah, they had somebody like do a voiceover for BB-8, and then went back and kind of did the beeps and boops. Yeah. Have you guys I've ever heard it with Bill English yeah, descriptive yeah. service? <laughs> Have you? No. Uh. Uh-uh. So there's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we had it when we worked at the movie theater. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It would be someone telling you what's happening on the yeah. screen for deaf or for blind people. And they like work it in around the dialogue. Huh. It's really interesting. Wait, uh, Lucy will like. I don't know. People sit on the controller at home and it'll like come on during a nature special or something. <laughs> and so you've got like the, you know, David Attenborough or whatever. And then you've got this other voice. <laughs> <laughs> so like, like Ron Howard from Mr. Milton. These, these pups uh, are likely to survive uh, this first season uh, with Cass and the mother. There was his voice. They wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine, imagine, imagine every time Trump says something, then you have uh, Ron Howard saying something. Like, you know, I have the best, I, I know the best, smartest people. He didn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, it would just be what I was getting at. I, I, I'm glad Disney's not afraid to use characters from their cartoons or yeah. the prequels. They're, they're not you know, throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Exactly. Yeah. You know, they're making it all matter to an yeah. extent. Well, you see, I, I would, I would want to be clear to distinguish, you know, it, it's not good to make it all matter, but it is good to, if it's good, yeah. go ahead and use it. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's that's one of the things I like about what Disney has done. They've gotten rid of what isn't good and making sure they're putting out a good property. Yeah, that so. much is true. All they had to do was uh, pay me a lot of money. and. Uh, yeah, he still gets toys. He I still can, gets money from the toys. I, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I can go uh, away and uh, just wear my flannel uh, shirts. Uh, <laughs> and have my turkey my, neck. And think about my dead uh, dog, uh, Chewbacca, well, a husky. Oh. Didn't he get money from Disney? I thought he was a stockholder or something. Oh, is he? Yeah, I thought he got. Oh, stock. I, I, I didn't, I didn't know. I, I just heard that he still got merchandise. Um, I mean, that's how that. Look, normal, he's rich. It doesn't yeah, matter yeah. How rich he is. Uh, well, that's how th- those deals normally work. Like Jobs, I, I think he's still Disney's highest, uh, or you know, Jobs. Yeah. I was gonna say I don't think he is. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> the Jobs estate, I think they're still the highest. Really? Uh, stockholders in Disney, or at least they were for a while. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, because they bought yeah, Pixar yeah. from him. Yeah, which was also somewhat created by Lucasfilm as well. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it all it all comes around. Um, let's see. All roads lead to pizza. Uh, I've talked about it on the on the show before, but I I hope all of these prequel, well, all of these standalones, just solve like plot holes out of the original trilogy. Like, why is there this three foot exhaust port in the side of the Death Star that just blows it up? Right, yeah. Which they did. They did. They did. They They told us why that's there. Now I want to know why the other one was... uh... Now I want to know why Lando is wearing Han Solo's clothes in Return of the Jedi. Well, because they they, they 
there's a limited plaza in the <laughs> Yeah, they just, <laughs> well, they were Lando's clothes, and then he lost the Falcon to Han. But I want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> now, like, you know, uh, were they been able to blow up the second Death Star they completed, or because, the, you know, it was half-finished, they were able to get access to the core, but they changed it up, you know. I don't know. How did they do that? Well, they flew into the core. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Able to do that if it was if it had been completed. No, I'm sure someone would have put a panel over the fucking thing. (laughs) I'm assuming they made copies of that hard drive. Like that wasn't the only one. And you know what would have been funny? Like what? what, what, No, I'd love to. I'd love to fucking see that Emperor. uh, You know, hey, uh, give me the plans for that. uh, That uh, what was that cool sounding name? The uh, the Dark Blade Project. Go ahead, give me the plan. Oh. Uh, Emperor, uh, I would, I would, I'd love to, I would love to, and I would love to go contact the archive and get those sent over, uh, but do you remember the thing with the archive? Uh, no, just, just get me the plans immediately or else I'll shoot lightning at you. (laughs) Uh, we blew it up with the Death Star. <laughs> you what? You blew the archive up with the Death Star? <laughs> Did you see the fucking size of those stacks? It's like the fucking Library of Alexandria. I was just gonna say the that. Empire, yeah. not the, not the this, this, this is why they're fucked. This is like, you know, when Europe forgot how to do math for a thousand years. <laughs> and, uh, calculated things by ripping open chickens and looking at their entrails. <laughs> the, the Empire shit starts to fall apart. That's why they... Uh, they're basically fighting the rebels with rocks and sticks, and the rebels like have slightly. They could repair the art trooper armor. That's why they got fucked over by the Ewoks. Guys, I just want to show you something and point this out. We are defrosting the car <laughs> with our hot air. <laughs> we are defrosting the ice with our hot air. Sorry. That's how Rush Limbaugh got kicked in the air kind of the ice in one of his uh, kids' books. Have <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you not seen things like uh, uh, Rush Limbaugh, his Paul Revere's? No, uh, I don't uh, want to know about that. I've, I've seen, seen him at Costco. Uh, <laughs> some of, the, some of those books infuriate uh, me because they don't deliver on their title promise like uh, Bill O'Reilly's Killing Reagan. <laughs> doesn't fucking happen. I got excited. I got a heart on when I saw that. Dude. God damn it. Fucking live. Fucking bullshit. You know, uh, I, I was going to make a tasteless joke about his Alzheimer's, but I, I, I forget the punchline. Oh. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just hear Marissa. Yeah. Uh. Uh. So yeah. Um. I have a joke about uh, Margaret Thatcher's battle with uh, her mind erasing disease, but uh, it's demented. Uh, might give the listener dementia. <laughs> uh. Oh. Uh. I felt like the opening uh, of the film. Was kind of the family moment and, and all that was pretty was pretty well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it was and the blue milk. Blue, back, yeah, blue milk. <laughs> blue milk. Oh, <laughs> yeah, blue milk. Yeah. Well, and I, I kept going back like it, through that and thinking about Galen's choices. Yeah. And thinking like, do these make sense? And it's like I'm not saying like everyone would make the same choices, but like it actually does hold up to some scrutiny, which I'm impressed by. Like, I would assume in a lot of movies that, like, whole conceit would be something you just have to go with. But you can actually kind of examine it, and it, it doesn't fall apart, so. It was a Quentin Tarantino film. There would have been, like, uh, 20 minutes of uh, the dork guy with a cape talking to Galen uh, with uh, his family hiding below the flo- floorboards. Yeah. <laughs> they would have been speaking on hut. My my only complaint about the beginning is I, I wish we would have seen uh, Jin spend more time with uh, Saul. To establish their relationship mm-hmm. a bit more. A little bit, yeah. 
make his death a bit more potent. I can Maybe. see that. I was a little annoyed at, like, just the pace of the beginning a little mm-hmm. bit. Like, it felt choppy to me once we got past the prologue scene. Yeah. Mm. Like, going back and forth between the characters. It was pretty choppy. It was one of those instances where it's just like, this is one of those things where I sort of, it, like, I feel as if you can look at the, the original Star Wars movies and be like, you kind of just follow them from one point to another, right? Yeah. And sometimes that may defy logic, but also there's a nice clarity to it and a nice... Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing I thought was interesting about, uh, like, the scenes on Jeddah, like, uh, like the scene with the the stormtroopers on the tank, it felt like you know like an Iraqi war film, like you know uh, dealing with these urban warfare insurgents. It did, uh, yeah. yeah it and really even did. like even like you know Saul's uh, insurgent, you know they you know they all they had like almost like vaguely Arabic, uh, like with the yeah, yeah. Know, yeah. Garb, uh, it, it really did have that character. And then I, I like how they had the uh, the people there in that city <laughs> protecting the the Kyber crystals. Yeah, like they still believed in the Force and they still believed in the Jedi. Yeah. But there was nothing there to protect. I, I liked that aspect. Like, what do those guys become when there's nothing there? Yeah. And actually, if this is if you're into like lightsaber lore, this movie's all all about it. Mm. If you like kyber crystals, there you go. You, you yeah, know it's what kind else of is you kind of wonder what happens to that crystal in her necklace. Well, yeah. Well, unless she's in the storage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, unless you left it somewhere. Well, she got hit with a... Hey! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Uncle Owen! I found this rock! Yeah. But it is kind of interesting to consider that... <laughs> I, I, I like that as a... She got hit by the fucking Death Star. Like, yeah, yeah. I think she's... I think it's gone, alright? <laughs> <laughs> it's in space right now. It lands on Tatooine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, well, they didn't use... They didn't blow up the planet. They just blew up a portion of the planet. Yeah. She got, she got the blast wave. Because for some reason they... Didn't want to use the full force of the Death Star. Well, they couldn't because that would break continuity. <laughs> I know exactly. Well, that and like I, I think they were still trying to hide it from the Senate at that point. Well, yes, gotcha. which is a perfectly okay. justifiable yeah. thing. That said, the real reason <laughs> <laughs> is because yeah, yeah. But, uh, uh, I, I, I think it's interesting to consider that the Death Star's laser is made out of lightsaber from a certain point of view. Yeah, I think that had been established. I think that had been established before this. I probably though. have. Yeah. yeah. I just, I don't know, the idea of, of it is Yo, kind can, of... Can I also just say as a software tester that I found it interesting enough that uh, they fired the Death Star and it worked. That was interesting. But what I found amazing is that Grand Moff Tarkin willingly rode the Death Star the first time they took it to fucking hyperspace. <laughs> Well, well, we don't the know. First we don't time they took a moon to hyperspace. We don't know that like, that was the first time. I'd like to be on. The, I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, we we don't know that that was the first time they took a hyperspace. We don't space. know, but it's like it had to be constructed somewhere, right? Presumably, where we saw it being constructed. Eh, well, fair enough, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. You're, you're right. I mean, maybe. But well, why I mean, would you? I don't know. Well, I mean, he is gonna he's gonna die in the Death Star no matter what. So yeah. you know, there was an accident. He, uh, he sealed his fate. Yeah, maybe yeah. he's just a ballsy guy. He's just like. <laughs> Why would I leave in a yeah. moment of victory? Yeah. <laughs> this, giant, this giant space ball is my new dick. Can can somebody explain to me the uh, Death Star plans at the end of Attack of the Clones? Oh, from the Genosians? Yeah. I don't know. What? Well, like, the first time we see the Death Star, technically, like, in canon, is Attack of the Clones. Oh. 
Yeah, the the the, the weird bug. Well, people they are say that they've been trying to work on it for like a long time. Yeah, fair it enough. It sounds and like Galen, Galen was pretty the, old. Yeah, yeah it Galen okay. was the one who actually I think did the weapon system. Okay. So they may have been like doing the design, the you know the structural integrity. Okay, gotcha. For the weapons. He was the weapon specialist, right? Yeah. I think. <coughs> it's kind of like you know. Um, they did like Charles Babbage with the computer, like you know, you know his, his machine, like you know, like you know, like you know, stuff that kind of you know builds onto it, uh, like you know, like uh, well, this doesn't, we don't have the technology yet, we have to invent it, don't worry. Gotcha. Yeah, I guess you could argue that like the dish, the weapon, the actual like blaster yeah. was the last thing they attached. Yeah. yeah. It's probably the last thing they. Fair enough. Plus, I mean, it's a massive fucking thing, so you know, it, uh, you know, just the, the just the engineering and designing alone, like you know, how the hell can this thing, you know. Support itself structurally. How are we going to power it? You know, what are I, mean, the, the, what I guess the timeline makes sense. What are the logistics for you know feeding all the people who are going to be on here? It would probably take yeah, about 30, right. 40 that's years right. to build a how fucking moon. How many garbage chutes do we need? <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we import animals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deliver our garbage yeah. chutes. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know why that was there. Is it to yeah, like break apart? Like, or I, yeah, eat honestly, shit. maybe it slipped in. Like maybe like you know with a, a tiny like a tiny seed like a, maybe go like a. An egg or whatever, you know, was dropped in there unexpectedly. And what, then what are they putting in there that would have that? Well, they do have dangerous prisoners there. Yeah. So. And yeah. it was in the prison. Yeah, okay. Uh, maybe someone was trying to dump some illegal animals. Yeah. They had some seeds and they uh, <laughs> swallowed them right away and then <laughs> took a shit. All I can tell you is that the stormtroopers like their tentacle porn. <laughs> one, of, one of the stormtroopers who got blown up on the Death Star was Hagrid. Yeah. <laughs> How often do they uh, like compress the the trash though? I feel like that monster would have died. Yeah, but yeah, go down. Well, yeah, it, it, it said that he escaped. Like oh. uh, he knew that the the trash compressors were. Yeah, started. yeah, that's right. Gotcha. He ran away. Okay. He let Luke go. Okay, that's right. Yeah. All right, all right. I forgot that detail. <laughs> Let Luke to forever struggle with the idea. Of and then Luke just turns around and kills them. Attracted to tentacle porn. <laughs> <laughs> he just spends the night. That's why he's alone at the island eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he's like, I. Well, he started liking tentacle porn, and also remembers. That's also the first time I kissed my sister around then too. So. Oh my God! <laughs> Luke Skywalker is a member of the is a, is a member of the alt right. He's, 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 like, he's, like, he's like the Dean, dean on Community with the donation people. Oh, I hope this doesn't awaken something in me. <laughs> oh. But I I thought it was great. There were moments in there where I just got cold chills. There were, you know, it was nice. It was moments I wanted to cheer when. Well, I, I think the best moment was when they ran the Star Destroyer. Yeah, it was pretty the, it. the hammerhead Corvette. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was great. That was easily the best part. Yeah, those those bug-eyed squid monster things designed the best ships. You know what? <laughs> I do want to know what exactly the yep. fuck the point of those big rebel ships was. Oh, they just the, sat there and got shot at. Oh, I'm like, well, you don't have any guns to provide or support. Anything? I guess like you know, just like you know, like, like moral support. Like, <laughs> well, 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 we're here for you. Communications array, and then like, I guess uh, maybe the. Well, the resources are slim, Matt. Maybe that's all they had. Yeah. And also, tra- well, like, tra- tra- troop transport, troop san- like transport, and they stuff like that. They didn't take them down to the ship, the planet surface. That doesn't make any sense. I feel like the best argument is that is like that was the only command ship they had. Yeah. And they Why do they need a command ship? Well, they need somebody to lead the battle. 
just put him in a smaller, less obviously targetable <laughs> ship. I do find it funny that Bail Organa was perfectly okay with sticking his daughter in a ship. He's like, <laughs> I'm going to stick her on here, but I'm going to get my ass to Alderaan. Peace. <laughs> I, hope that, I hope this doesn't blow up in my face. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I have played in this final moments? I thought it would have been neat if they would have revealed that he wasn't actually on uh, Alderaan. Like, no. I think that would have been a, a neat little thing, like you know, something we all just thought happened. Well, I, I heard like in the didn't they want to add a scene like in the New Hope showing him on the playing the service before get yeah, but they never did. Yeah, there was. I He's a bartender in Coruscant. He has a, <laughs> uh, he's like a, he has I a, used to be the fucking king. Now, yep. now, wouldn't it have made sense for him to be like, you know what, I'm going to go check on my friend uh, Obi-Wan on Tatooine. <laughs> he might be able to help in this rebellion. I'm going to go drinking with my buddy Han on Coruscant. <laughs> I almost thought, like when I said, like an Imperial pilot defecting, I was like, oh, I wonder if that's an odd to Han. Uh, that's going to be a fun scene like uh, when they do the Han Solo uh, solo film. Yeah. Uh, if he's still an Imperial pilot. Yeah, they do that because uh, it'd be cool to see. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing, like, kind of hint at, like, where he frees Chewbacca from slavery. Yeah. Mm. Well, I feel like the thing they need to avoid with the Han Solo movie is the beginning of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. <laughs> where where it's they explain everything. everything. Yeah. It's like, no, you don't need to do that. I do love the beginning of the Last Crusade, though. I like that it, quite a bit. Well, yeah, but also it's just like. Indiana Jones was essentially created in like that that seven minutes. Yes. And it's like, well, something that are created in seven minutes, seven minutes in heaven. Uh, <laughs> uh, Adam, I think uh, I think God took like seven minutes to do that. Uh, <laughs> and then, he then he made tentacle porn. <laughs> yeah, with snakes. That's why he didn't want him to eat the apple. <laughs> That's why he didn't want to eat, eat the apple because that allowed him to access the tentacle porn. That's why you have Apple computers to allow us to access tentacle porn. Stay woke. <laughs> um. I do find it funny to think about the conversation with uh, Darth Vader and Princess Leia now. Yeah. Where she's trying to defend herself and say she's on a diplomatic mission. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? Bitch, I just saw you fly away. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of bullshit are you trying to pull? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that is pretty hilarious. <laughs> Her striking is a form of diplomacy. <laughs> well, I, I want to know what happens to Vader. Like, was he just tired? Did he need to go back in his back to tank? Like, why is he like such an old man fighting in a new home? <laughs> oh, gee, I wonder. <laughs> well, he still won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, he didn't. He, he, two, two. he won because the other guy gave up. Yeah, but even then, they were just like playing just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> We just we just saw Vader be this complete uh, badass, and he goes to just. It was it was like a bottle of Centrum Silver fighting another bottle of <laughs> another slightly older bottle of Centrum Silver. Yeah. One that was out of date and uh, contained like you know uh, ingredients that would blind your children because uh, the manufacturer didn't know what the fuck they were doing when they were this, it came from the era when they would still when some of the medicines had like heroin and other shit in them. Yeah. Heroin's good shit. Yeah, I actually thinking about it, you're probably on to something with the, that whole castle on Mustafar being the, the future temple. Because I can Sith. yeah, I can see Snoke totally being in that back to tank. I was hanging out. <laughs> yeah. 
Kylo Ren's like, my name is Lorette. I'm yeah, yeah. a good Bacta. My, my, my grandpa was there. <laughs> he was naked in this. <laughs> well, he didn't have anything from the waist down, so I don't know if naked counts, but... I want to touch where... I want my dick to touch where his duck touched. <laughs> the lava? <laughs> <laughs> Kylo Ren wants his dick to touch lava? <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, you, if you think about it, uh, Darth Vader is Stan Sitwell because he doesn't have any eye, his own eyebrows. He has to put on. <laughs> hey, wait! How did he grow them back? Maybe that's why he, he was in the back to tank because he wanted to heal his skin. He's like, I don't really care about my skin. I just need my goddamn eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the last scene I'm playing where the harmonica. The, uh, the two main characters are sitting when they're about to die was very beautiful. It was. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad they didn't kiss. Yeah. yeah. That made me, I they, was like, they're they not going to force this, are they? Yeah, it was it was nice because it kind of showed, like, the connection with, and, and especially, like, right at the moment of death, you yeah. know, like, they kind of showed, like, a real human connection yeah. without, you know, like, going crazy. They, they held hands. Yeah. That was about it. Like, well, we're, we're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. I'm like, I don't, don't want to make the this. The guy sees the impending tidal wave of death, and he's like, <laughs> is it, Look, I, want, I hate to bring this up, but we're not going to get another chance. I'm just saying, just the tip. Right? <laughs> I just. I, I, I see a, a tremor in the forest. <laughs> that booty shaking. <clears throat> Actually, there was one moment that I really was hoping for when uh, Donnie Yen's character, the, the blind, uh, blind guy, was going out. The top of his staff looked like a lightsaber. I was so hoping that, like, he would walk out there and just light it and then, like, deflect shit and then do it. I was like, I was so hoping for that, but it didn't happen. That would have been a really dumb moment. (laughs) I think it would have been neat. Like, it would have been cool, but why? Well, especially with them being, like, guardians of the kyber crystals. I don't know. I feel as if it would have ultimately... The scene, the way it's presented, works better from an emotional point of view. Yeah. You know, that oh yeah! If, if the... they had been in a scene where a lightsaber would be called for yeah. in that sense, where it makes sense that he didn't have it or use it or whatever for all that time, but then did at the end, like like it like, would have been Pacific Rim, where, where they pull the sword yeah. out of nowhere. <laughs> I, I know. Why don't we just always use the sword? That's <laughs> right? Way better. I, I know one thing. Uh, the internet's gonna have to deal with uh, those two. Like, there's gonna be so much slash fiction written about them. Yeah. yeah, I don't think there will. Oh, the, oh, those two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I almost think that's yeah, on purpose. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, that's what I felt There's like probably that. definitely a couple. Oh, really? That's what I, that's yeah, what I kind of felt that. Too. Yeah. I thought maybe they were brothers. Mm. Yeah, that's possible too. Just guys being dudes. <laughs> we're the last two guardians of the Kyber crystals. <laughs> what What do we do when there's nothing else to guard? Each other. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Guard our feelings. <laughs> the force is strong with this one. Is that a lightsaber in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? No, it's a stick. <laughs> oh, can I just Which? give a shout out here, real quick? Yeah. Because I know not everybody in this car has seen Moana, but goddamn, was that film good? Yo, yeah, yeah. I, I need to see it. We still haven't gone. It's really good. Yeah. Where would you place it in the Disney pantheon of? Princess movies. I, it's hard. It's Part not the fair to say, but it's, okay. like, it's like probably my favorite film. I mean, when you have Lynn, in memory, like, Lynn Manuel really, Miranda doing music really for it, I 
couldn't expect it not to be. It, it's Joe. It's uh, Joseph <coughs> Campbell and Lynn Miranda collaborate on Moana. It's, yeah. it's amazing. It's really, really good. Uh, it's actually relate. I mean, I think when you go with the mythology thing, it actually does have a tie in there. Uh, yeah, <coughs> it's so good, so funny. Uh, I went to a screening of a uh, La La Land on Monday. Fucking beautiful. Like I was, I was in tears like four times during that movie. Highly recommend it. Uh, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone are like the the only like classic Hollywood couple out there today. Are they with each other? No, no, no but on screen, like if you were to think of like. Are you sure you didn't accidentally see the Notebook? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm completely sure. That was Rachel McAdams. Yeah, that was Rachel McAdams. But well, I know, uh, I know. but if you had to pick like an on-screen couple. That represented like classic Hollywood. I would think it was them. Jack and Toby. <laughs> and you know, it really brings out that like nineteen fifties Hollywood in that movie. It's really nice. And a lot of it, a lot of, a lot of it focuses on jazz and Hollywood of, you know, today. But it makes it feel like it was a night like classic Hollywood. It's even filmed in CinemaScope, which is just a, kind of impressive. They really went for that look and feel of classic Hollywood. Yes, I look forward to seeing it. <coughs> it's finally getting around my area so that I can see it. I thought it opened wide this week. Well, that, that's what I mean. Like, I haven't had the uh, opportunity to go gotcha. see it. Gotcha. But I, I, I'm definitely planning on it. I, I went and, right after we got done, I went and downloaded the, the soundtrack and yeah. everything. So One movie uh, I really want to see, I've heard great things uh, about uh, Moonlight. Yeah, I haven't heard much about it. Yeah, I, it's one of those movies where we'll probably end up seeing it when I go do the uh, the Oscar marathon. Yeah, is that pretty much guaranteed? Yeah, um, it is. I want to see Manchester by the Sea as well. I hear it's depressing. Yeah, but I hear it's really good. Uh, uh, I, I saw, yesterday I saw uh, Edge of Seventeen. Yeah, how was that? Really good. Uh, <coughs> you know, it's uh, James L. Brooks produced it. Uh, mm-hmm. Really good, really funny, like, uh, worth seeing. Uh, nice. Well, all right, we're at an hour. Hopefully, talk. Yeah, I hope we talked about Star Wars enough. Any last final thoughts? It was really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it'll appreciate over time. Yes, I look forward to seeing it again. Yeah, me too. Uh, it's nice knowing that uh, we're kind of in the classic age of Star Wars now. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Two good ones in a row. <laughs> now we just gotta pair the next one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I little, like I heard rumors that they were like working on a teaser for eight. Yeah. I was a little surprised they didn't put that in front of this one. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been natural. But, she, I mean, don't rush it. It's, yeah. You know, well, it's, I know Adam Driver is saying he wishes they don't do a trailer at all. Oh, yeah. yeah. I could see that. Like, do one, yeah. do one maybe like they did that first one for Force Awakens, right. where it's just the, the yeah, shots of, kinda... like, the Millennium Falcon and then Han and Chewie. Mm-hmm. I'd be yeah. perfectly fine with that. It would be a little weird if they do a lot of shots of Han. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But I mean, I like yeah, just small snippets. I, yeah. I almost wonder if that you know, they can just get away with that. At this point. I think they could. They yeah. yeah. They probably just get away with being like, hey, <coughs> the next Star Wars movie comes out December fifteenth. Yeah, it's yeah. Christmas. There's a new Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Go fucking see it. Star Wars eight. License to print money. Yep. <laughs> yeah, this movie's gonna do huge this weekend. It... What? Oh. All right. Are numb. All right. We're being told the the boss is telling us to turn it off. Yeah, she she isn't surrounded by Andrew and Matt. <laughs> so. 
I do find it funny. Her like windows completely like the thaw. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. All right, guys. We're gonna call it a day. All right. All right. Bye. Bye, bye. Bye. All right. We're Hey listeners, this is Micus, creator of the kind of epic theme song, Zombie Kids. If you're interested in finding out more about my music, you can check me out at micusmusic.com. Also, I am on iTunes, Facebook, and SoundCloud. You can look me up as Micus Music, and that's M-I-K-U-S, and you know the rest. Alright, peace out everyone. Keep listening.